Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the Just Keep Swimming Podcast. This is your host, your friend, your boy, Mr. Adrian Jackson, and we're in the studio again with another great episode coming for you today, and you already know who's with me. It's your boy. One, three, you know, got a big story to tell you, something very close to the number 13 that happened, <laughs> but we'll explain that, that later, so back to Adrian. Yes, sir, yes, sir, and as he said, we're about to have a pretty good episode for you. We're about to... Uh, Throw one three into the think tank for a little while. Um, I'm going to let him tell his story, but just to start off, you know, he had a pretty epic weekend the other day, and um, yeah, I kind of just want to help him reflect a little bit and talk about, you know, what happened and see if we can just, you know, help him to think about it, help him reflect on it in a strong way and uh, help to really move on from this in a more positive matter than a negative matter, you feel me? So uh, with that being said, we're about to jump right into the think tank. So are you ready, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So before we even get super deep on it, let's just talk about like what happened in general, bro. Like just uh, just tell us the story, bro. What happened, man? All right. So ironically enough, right after the last episode, literally right after the last episode, right after. So uh, we got done recording what, probably like around or we probably got done done around like yeah, 10. Yeah, I think everybody left my house like 11, th- like 11-ish. Something like that. Yes. Okay. So uh, after we left there, I was just feeling the need to just go out by myself. I wanted to dance and, you know, it, it seems like to me, excuse me, mm. seems to me that like I'm just usually the one out of the group that just really likes dancing and go to events. So um, you know, kind of just like self-exploration with myself and trying to figure out what I like and, you know, just enjoying myself, I right. decided to go out. Right, exactly, enjoy your own time. Yeah, so I went to Fremont to go to Gold Spike, um, and I got a drink there, and, but it wasn't really popping, so I left, and I was like, okay, so I can either go home, or I'll go to the nerd and just see what's going on there. Right. Um, it's a video game bar, I'm a video game nerd, so, <laughs> right. you know, I went there and got a Corona and a water. Mm-hmm. And I was just playing DBZ online within the, at the bar, right? And you know, just chilling. And this dude came up, and uh, you know, we was chopping it up. He was real cool, so he ended up buying me a drink, which ended up being like super strong. <laughs> um, so we left and was about to go down Fremont. Found some people to talk to. Decided to go to Cat Meow, mm-hmm. and got like a couple more shots there, but chilling. And then I lost sight of him, and I was like, all right. I'm about done for the night. I just need to go rest because I'm really, like, lit at the moment. Right. So the plan was just go back to my car and, like, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the on the walk back, I felt like I needed to throw up. So I was like, okay, well, now I know what to do when I get to the car. Just, like, you know, let myself throw up and then right. take a nap. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went down, start throwing up, and I, I got in the car turn the car on important i turned the car on and i put the seat back so i can try to lay back but i kept throwing up so i was like leaning on the side of the inside of the car just throwing up outside of the throwing up outside of the uh, vehicle right and next thing i know three marshals show up <laughs> and uh you know get me out of the car and then they made me do a sobriety test which I definitely failed I was <laughs> compliant I wasn't like oh get the fuck up no I was no, like you just loaded yeah I was just loaded and I was just <laughs> like yeah uh you know I have been drinking I was just trying to throw up so I can go to sleep and like again mm-hmm. very evident by Doug he was like yeah when he when they when you guys go went to go pick up the car mm-hmm. um the seat was all the way back right right there was right. no intention to drive but you know, from what the law is apparently, which kind of gets sketchy as some more information came to me after the fact. Mm. The car was on. I had possession of the keys. You had intention. By the law's eyes. Yeah. So um, they called me for DUI, arrested me, and I got put in uh, jail for about what? 13 hours. <laughs> Damn near. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shoot, it was essentially 12. 12 hours from arrest to getting out mm. so um yeah i was just in there um can't <laughs> believe it's kind of wild just like yo <laughs> i actually experienced jail 
Right. Um, nothing too crazy to be honest, but it's just like, man, it's kind of crazy just sitting in their small room, nothing on you, just sitting with other people and just waiting to get out. Right, right, and right. Honestly, not knowing what's happening because they don't tell you, oh, are you close to getting out or anything, or tell you in the process. Honestly, to me personally, mm-hmm. it seems like they're not really doing much. <laughs> but you know, it just it it's like going to a casino. Right. You never know what time it is. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes, in a sense. So it's just you get lost in it. Yeah. Lost. Yeah. So yeah, that was my experience. Got out. Um, yeah. <laughs> Your boy over <laughs> here came to pick me up. Um, and we just kind of chilled at my house. Like by the time I got out, I was just exhausted. Right. Yeah. Mentally, emotionally, everything. Exactly. Exactly. No, I truly understand, bro. And the first foremost, I'm so glad we was able to get you out and within 24 hours, cause that. you know it would have sucked for you to be there all night and shit because family was worried for sure. That. Yeah. Grandparents <laughs> blowing the phone, and everything. So. Uh, so one of my first questions for you is is so let's go back and start at the beginning of the day then. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, let's let's not do that first. Let's go back and let's start like focus on the time while you were in there sitting. I was wondering like what type of thoughts were you going through during that sitting time? Like what was going through your head? What was uh, you know what were you thinking? I'm sure your mind was probably a roller coaster at the time. Mm, honestly, to be real. It wasn't too much. It was just like making sure like, okay, trying to realize what type of options I had, which Mm -hmm. wasn't really much, but at least I had a phone. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank God I was able to contact somebody because I only remember the grandparents and mom and dad's phone. And luckily dad picked up after a while because he was the last person I tried Mm -hmm. um, since they were out of town. But Mm -hmm. After doing all that I can and just waiting, it was just like, damn. <laughs> it's upsetting. Right. And yeah, I let like a couple of emotions show because it's just like, yo, I had literally no intent to drive. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to go to sleep. But unfortunately, I just kept throwing up outside the car. Right, right, right. But after getting over that, it was just like doing my best to accept that I just got to do the time right right, right. and that's it so so would you say that like you know while you were there you can't even focus on anything else like in the outside world you was like kind of stuck in the moment huh um in a bit like those thoughts of oh somebody's <laughs> kind of laughing at the thought but like oh my some of my friends is going to be texting me and then I'm not going to reply right so, God knows how long. Right. And when I get out, it's just like, yeah, my bad. I was in jail. (laughs) (laughs) Just waiting for the reaction Reaction, a little bit. But also just, um, who, who, who do I need to tell what's going to come after this? Mm -hmm. Um, honestly, like, what adjustments do I and should I make from after this experience? Right, right, right. Um, to kind of learn from it, because, yeah, can't cap. Mm-hmm. That whole situation was just a fat L for no reason. So, well, right. it was a reason, but a fat L just out of nowhere. Right, so, fat lesson out of nowhere. Fat lesson. Yeah, yeah so um, just, yeah, I'm done going out for a minute for sure. <laughs> not, break. not necessarily because I'm scared, but just also um more of just a sign to just start focusing on uh podcast music work right um budgeting some more like not like i wasn't doing it but just more trying to find peace within it which uh, as you suggested even before we recorded last week's episode Mm. that you know Go clean, change up the room, change right. up the room, not just clean it, but change it up, right. which I did today. So, um, honestly, just planning and 
just wondering when I was going to get out and mm. taking naps, kind of practicing meditation so I don't lose myself. While you're sitting in there. While I'm sitting in there, yeah. Right. Understandable, bro. I fully understand that. And, you know, I'm I'm glad you said that, you know, uh, you know, you actually sat there and just try to get your mind together during that time. And, you know, I was kind of, say, I said it too after you got out, you know, it's like, you told me you wanted to think, and uh, you got your chance to think. Yeah. <laughs> you totally got your chance to think. Another thing, while I'm not really mad, like, yo, he delivered. Yeah. I asked for it, he delivered, and honestly... It wasn't the way you probably wanted it, but you got what you asked for. Yeah. That's deep. A break. A break, yeah. yeah. Get your little bitty break, for sure. You know, phone down, everything. 100% true break. Yeah. <laughs> That's deep. That's crazy. You wanted a break, you got a break. <laughs> so, uh, so since we're on the kind of topic, I do want to kind of talk about the omens that happen leading up to the fact of everything's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we talked about a little bit. The omen that I know I, I, w- I felt I was a part of because... When you did come over that night, I w- I did tell you kind of like, yo, your energy is real strong right now. Like you seem real passionate about whatever you're feeling, you know, and I was trying to throw out, like I said, not even deterrence to say not to go out and party, but deter- but more of like other options you could possibly do that would be better for you, you know, so like I mm-hmm. said, clean your room up or go see a movie or whatever I was suggesting at the time, you know, yeah. and I know, you know, we kind of talked about that and that was kind of like party. <laughs> In my eyes, I felt it was more something speaking to me, trying to give you a omen saying, stay away, you know what I'm mm. saying, or don't do that. So I was just wondering what other omens from when you woke up in the morning do you feel maybe were trying to deter you from that path? If that makes sense. Um, yeah, I didn't think about that like I see in your face. <laughs> if you get what I'm saying though. Well, like just like a nudge, like a feeling or something, or no, nah, like exactly um, what you like mean by omen, like an omen as in signs. Sorry. Oh. So, what other signs did you probably receive before everything happened? That was probably you felt that it was probably trying to deter you from going to do what you felt thought you should do. You mm. know what I'm saying? I mean, considering that the decision mostly came from like before I came over to record the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say, like, after the episode, when I went home, the ironing, the iron was acting weird. Mm. And couldn't, it was difficult to, it wasn't like getting hot, hot. It was just that some type of hot temperature, which took some time to iron out my shirt. And it was mm. just like, is this a sign? And it's working fine now, huh? No clue. Didn't try it again. But <laughs> I'll, I'll ask the parents. I meant to ask them, but they haven't said nothing about it. All. Yeah. I even tried to plug in the other iron. Still wasn't getting hot, so I was like, "All right, well, time to test my gut feeling." Right. And I feel like with after this experience, I've kind of gained more insight on what is my gut feeling rather than like fear I guess in a sense and that's that's what I was about to ask you so do you feel like going out was a gut feeling or was it an urge you know what I'm saying like was it something that you just felt like man I just want to do this though you know I just feel like I really want to do this so I'm going to do it compared to the gut feeling of I don't know if I want to do this, but because something's telling me to do it, I'm gonna do it. Like, what would you, what did you feel it was? Honestly, it was like, for me, it felt like a gut feeling. Like, yeah, on the fence, but go do it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like. It wasn't necessarily a gut feeling to keep me safe. It was more like a gut feeling of like taking this experience. Mm. Okay. Um, almost in a sense, I guess. Uh, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you know, it was I mean, like something saying, "Go, go see what's out there," type deal. Yeah, go see what's up. Right. Um, probably the lesson 
it feels probably just that lesson that I needed to go through that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and that's why I asked because you know, you know, I, I know. So just as a learning with Adam and stuff, and learning to trust your body, I feel that there's times where, you know, I have the gut feeling that I need to do something, reach out to somebody, call somebody, where it's like it just pops my mind low key, and I just feel like I just need to do this. I don't know why, but then I feel that I also have the urges where the urge is me forcing myself to do something that I feel I shouldn't do. You know, for example, you know, I know I got food in the fridge, but I really want to go eat out. You know what I'm saying? I'm back in my mind, I'm saying, I should just cook. I should just cook. I should just cook. But the, I let the urge of, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. I'm just going to do this. You know? And yeah. I was just wondering, like, did you feel like the difference between that at all? If that made sense at all? Um... It, it, bro, like it's weird. I it's it's, it's like <laughs> such a mix of both. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell the difference. Yeah, it, I like it. Cause I had feelings of like fuck it. Uh, I I caught I tried to take your advice and say call up a certain like couple people, mm-hmm. and I was like okay, well I just chilled with my homie today. Um, I called him. <laughs> He's like, ah, nah, not tonight. Right, right. Okay, I tried to call some, like, one of my other old friends, and he didn't pick up, so I was like, okay, fuck it. Right. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know mm. if it was something that just kept telling me to go there for a good, for a good reason or a bad reason, but seemed just kind of like neutral to learn something from it right i mean because um, it was good in the whole night too like, because the, the night before that moment it was good it was great i nothing over the top mm-hmm. like mostly just me and myself to my thoughts and just you vibe vibing out you, yeah you saw that you had the ability to actually go out by yourself and have a good time you yeah. know what i'm saying so it wasn't like it wasn't like it was you know, you caught the flat tire, and then the bird came and hit your car window, and then the old yeah. lady jumped out and said, "Don't go out the street," you know. And then you know the person giving the wearing the warnings. It wasn't like that. It was just more of something just randomly happened. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> the fact that how uh, how do I want to say it? Very uh, introverted or very reserved type of person I am, and mm-hmm. able to meet like a whole new friend that was cool and a husband blasting off on a conversation and stuff mm. like that like okay it, honestly it built confidence. more faith and confidence within myself to mm. be more social even though I prefer to be just alone because I like right. my own energy I like either very very small groups or just my own energy mm. so if I need to or if I wanted to I can go do that I know that for myself now Right. it's just to me, it was just unfortunate. Yeah, like I said, it just ended sour. Yeah, understandable. So I like that. So then now let's keep going on that path of, you know, the experience did build confidence in you. You know, what I'm saying it helped you build. It helped, like you said, it, that was a positivity you pulled from. It helped you build your confidence, helped you build that sense of security in yourself. You know, yeah. and learn that I can't love myself, no problem. So uh, I guess my question, another question is, is what other positives can we pull from the situation that you learn? Mm. So another realization to adjust the boundary of just me drinking in general, like whether I would have gotten arrested or not. Mm. I did remember making a mental note after, I think it was that, I think it was that drink that the dude got me. Mm. Um, it was just like, okay, this is my cap, especially when I'm going outside, going out alone. Mm. The only reason I kind of decided to drink more because we me and him were going to walk the strip. Right, Fremont. Yeah, so I thought I had like way more, more time, time and yeah. it was like, already three i thought it was gonna be cool until five and then at that point it would probably be yeah yeah i wouldn't have to feel so sick and you know i'm not really a drinker like right that. right right so, um i learned that boundary for myself uh more so start to research on 
what can I do if I'm ever in that situation <laughs> again? Of course, I can call somebody, you know, things like that right. if I intended to drive, mm-hmm. but I didn't intend to drive. I literally just wanted to go to sleep and I've done that before. My friends that have done that before just go to their car, go to sleep until the morning. Mm-hmm. Just unfortunate about that. That I, got I mean, caught right there, but, but that's that's real though. You know, is. know your rights. You know, what I'm yeah. saying that's something that like I was telling you a few moments ago. Like, man, I don't know if it's bad that I don't watch the news like that because you know I feel like it's a lot of things I'm probably missing out on where I can go do something. I'm like, oh, you can't do that no more, boy. You know, yeah. what's wrong with you? So that's real though. Know 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 what you're supposed to do. How you should have handled the situation better. You know, because like okay, one of the things we like the other cellmates were talking about. You know, what my mom's talking about recently too in terms of starting to get ready for this court date mm. is uh okay well i have mom's car it's a push to start so if the keys are in the vicinity in general it's going to turn on right. so where do i put my keys whether to show it's that i wasn't trying to drive yeah okay one thing for sure probably shouldn't have been sitting in the driver's seat yeah i seen the passenger seat from what the law from what i understand of the law until i do more research is okay if the keys are in your possession and you're within the vehicle that's still a dui Mm. some dude i heard about another story some dude was in the passenger seat not in his own car but he got arrested for a dui (laughs) what yeah you're supposed to be the passenger you're supposed to be able to do that and be drunk as possible yeah so it's like okay well did the friend get arrested for dui and then the friend went in the, it's a whole weird situation yeah, but the friend went inside and left him outside with her i don't know wow okay but you know it's okay well i can't put it in the trunk you want me to put like i probably should put it like under or inside the car the tire but that's low-key sketch Stupid. on its own yeah. yeah so what am i supposed to do to attempt to stay safe if that's literally my intent mm-hmm. what, what how do i keep myself safe healthy not burning up in this vegas heat or possibly getting mugged if i'm sleeping outside of the car what exactly do, what do i do exactly and that and that's real bro and that's that's the that's some things i hate about something some things i hate about a lot of things you know what i'm saying yeah. like they don't care about those situations where it's like well you put me in this rock in this hard place where there's no way I can win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just screwed all over the place. Unless I just got the money in my pocket to say, fuck it, I'm going to get a hotel. Or, you know, like you said, call an Uber and hope we get a ride back and stuff like that. But like you said, you weren't in the mindset to think like that. Your yeah. mindset was, I just want to close my eyes for a second. You know what That's I mean? it. So. That's it. And, you know, I, I've been way more drunker than that for sure. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact I can still keep my consciousness there because... Half the time, if I do get that drunk, I'm going to sleep. Whether right. I'm out, whether I'm at home, I'm going to lay down and go to sleep. sleep. Right. So, um, something my mom brought up was, uh, what did she say? Apparently, within the last couple months or something like that, uh, the, apparently the law kind of changed. Like, you can't arrest for a DUI unless they're driving Mm. so something to bring up in court for later right but yeah no intent to drive i have if if i can't bring doug as a witness he can say when you guys went to go pick up the car the whole seat was was back yeah so i mean i'm probably going to get off with it especially with the attorney but it's just right i mean you know me personally you know off subject but i feel that like you said, you know, they dropped the charge. They didn't make you pay no fine to get out or nothing like that. And they just gave you a court date. So, honestly, they're just trying to test your character. They just want to see you going to show up on time with a suit yeah. and speak like you got some sense. And I feel you'll be fine. So, that's yeah. how I, I ain't worried about it. Once I heard that it was gone, I think it was more of casino security just doing their job. As in, all right, this dude been in the car for 20 minutes. I need somebody to go check on him because, shit, for all I know, he passed out in that bitch. You know right. what I'm saying? Or he probably died with alcohol poisoning. So, some. you know, and they was just... You know, dual diligence. They got to do their job, unfortunately. And I feel... So, I mean... I mean, just a little other tidbit of information. Mm -hmm. Like, it may have not been the security that did it. Because apparently, 
from my friends that go out more frequently around there mm-hmm. um, because we park in the same parking garage all the time. Mm-hmm. Usually security will just come up, make sure you're good. Oh, and keep walking. And, and keep yeah. walking, especially if you're just throwing up or just having the door open because mm-hmm. a lot of niggas just go there and pass out. Or half the time, people are pre-gaming within the parking, parking lot. lot. Right. So apparently, I think some marshals actually just be down there sometimes. Just so they probably in. just saw me. Yeah. Some, yeah. Yeah, bad, wrong place, wrong time. Wrong time, yep. So, yeah, but... Thank God it wasn't live, live. Yeah, nah, I mean, yeah. that, that led to my next question, actually. So, uh, this whole experience at a whole, the whole 24 hours, could you truly say that uh, you believe this is part of God's plan, part of the universe's plan for you? Do you mm. think, like, this is something that was meant to happen or you could have avoided it? I feel like I probably could have avoided it just by not going, going out there, but... I mean, to kind of reflect on like the last couple months or something like that, um, you know, I just felt like more of a need to, it's weird, like I usually drive within the laws, mm-hmm. uh, boundaries and things like that, but um, I'll just get these random thoughts of like, man, I could get pulled over for any second, for any mm-hmm. reason, any and get taken. Yep. And, that doesn't happen but I don't know why I keep even thinking of that as an option and I right. guess it finally came came to fruition to fruition yeah so mm, so you think you thought it up low key like now you thought it up because you had in your mind you like threw into the universe to be like not even that more so just like a preparation message that's mm, what you're saying yeah makes sense it's like uh, not necessarily me thinking it's gonna happen it's just more of like i'm being uh, hinted that it might happen at some point so uh, <laughs> i have no clue what god's plan is with this but i mean at least i'm okay right yeah no nah, yeah that's the beauty of you're okay and everything i just want to kind of talk about that thought real bit so hinted so, you know, and I've been having the thoughts lately, too. Mm-hmm. Is this... Because I always think about... When I heard one of the Napoleon Hill's things he was talking about, and then, shoot, Boundaries book, a lot of our thoughts aren't our thoughts. Yeah. They're thoughts that people put in our heads, and then we're just stuck with them, and we don't ever filter them out. So, do you believe... This is, like I said, no right around answer, of course, but do you think maybe that thought is a thought that our country puts in our heads being black males that because i ain't gonna lie i hate to have that thought too but i have the thought too of shit any moment bro i can get pulled over and drop my wallet as i'm pulling out my id and they you know they pull me out the car type shit yeah. trying to rape trayvon martin me unfortunately you know what i'm saying um, so it's like do you think it's like a, a planted thought or do you think it's, it really was like a true message thought of a, a true you know, like word from power. above, higher power to whisper into your ear saying, be careful, be careful. Um, I'd probably say the latter. The lady thing is the higher power? Yeah, just mostly because with this specifically, thing, with this situation specifically, mm-hmm. um, I don't really acknowledge race. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. So any, like, yeah, I can acknowledge the Black Lives Matter thing and stuff like that. Like, I see it. Mm-hmm. I recognize that there is some discrimination going on, but I don't take that stuff to heart right. at the moment because I'm not going to conjure it up for myself. And right. I mean, as soon as we, in my opinion, as soon as we stop, as soon as we stop, like, owning the situation like claiming it mm-hmm. then it's on its way out possibly but within the recent events like it has been flaring up so I just I don't know I just I just try not to think of it so black and white for the black and white type things right it's just it is what it is I didn't when I got when I got asked to come out of the car and things like that they're all white people i didn't think anything of it Mm -hmm. 
I wasn't being overly submissive or anything like that. It was just, right. hey, yeah, trying to go to sleep. They were cool. Mm-hmm. Didn't think anything of it, really. It's just, it is what it was. I saw it as officer and guy. Right. Get arrested. He was drunk. Had the car on. It is what it is. Right. Uh, so, in terms of just not keeping it within my mind like that, I don't feel like it was a seed planted. It was just more... I don't know, I'm beginning to notice when God speaks to me, mm-hmm. in a sense. And it's just... Honestly, it kind of just reminded me some of the thoughts within prison. Or not prison, fucking jail. Um, one of the thoughts was just like, I mean, remember when God was telling Jesus you're about to go on that cross and mm-hmm. die for the people, and he was just like, or no, he had to leave him for a sec. And the idea of that broke Jesus down. Right. And I just kind of view it the same way in the sense like, hey, didn't know what it was, didn't know what was coming, but something's coming. Mm-hmm. And... It is what it is. I was blessed to have the family and the support system that I have throughout all of that in hindsight. Other than just being stuck in there for 10, like 11 to 12 hours. Right. Like, it wasn't, like, unbearable. Mm -hmm. It just is what it was. Right. And I guess I have more of a perspective on the judicial system and the criminal system, I guess. Mm -hmm. So... I guess more perspective, more insight on what else is within the world. Right, right, right. Understandable, understandable. Okay, that was pretty cool. So uh, my last, or one of my last questions for you is, is about the whole situation, what is the only thing you regret? <laughs> Honestly, probably, uh, probably going to Cat Meow. Going to Cat Meow? The last, last stop. Yeah. Reasoning. If I... I think I felt something. Like, I was enticed Mm -hmm. to go talk to the people that we walked by. Mm -hmm. But I... I was aware of myself that I was like, I was ready to keep going forward. Mm -hmm. And walk the strip or whatever it was. Fremont, right? Fremont, yeah. So I feel if I, regardless of who was with me, like, again, I came out by myself. Right. It's not like I'm you truly obligated. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that regret was just going to cap me afterwards. Right. And those, what, two to three shots, like, probably pushed Push over the edge and then caused me to throw up which led to that situation right so, so the last the last stop then you wish you would have <laughs> what they say uh fuck we in vegas um damn what's the damn saying hmm. we supposed to pick up your hand walk away walk away from the table you wish you would have walked away from the table oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you wish you didn't sit there longer yeah now that's the wrong saying bro no one to fold them no one to hold no one to walk away yeah, there yeah. You go. Because uh, if I would have kept walking, that would have brought my blood alcohol down. content down. You probably wouldn't want to drink no more. You probably like, man, I'm just going to get out of here now. It's probably dead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then that leaves my part two is, what is one thing you wouldn't change about the whole situation? One thing I wouldn't change? Mm-hmm. And like I said, start to finish, aftermath, all that stuff was one thing. The decision to go out by myself. You wouldn't change it? Why not? It's kind of like one of those things similar to going to a restaurant by yourself. Mm-hmm. Or walking the park by yourself. Or, um, you know, just being by myself. Mm-hmm. Experience my life, my world with just me. Right. My thoughts and creating my own experiences. Like, I don't do it often, especially just in terms of, like, going out like that to socialize, but at least I got to experience it, um, 
Like I said, it was a cool night. Mm-hmm. Other than going to jail, but <laughs> I mean, within the moment, it was kind of shitty. But but in hindsight, it wasn't that terrible. Bad. It wasn't yeah. that bad. Yeah. Uh, so, what is the ultimate lesson you learned from this experience? What is one lesson? What is the ultimate one lesson you pulled out from this whole experience? Mm. So stupid. Fuck it, it's a lesson. If the iron isn't working, probably shouldn't go. <laughs> probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't not. And. Honestly, like, again, when I said I had that thought of after leaving Gold Spike, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, uh, well, I can either go home or I can go to the Nerd. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably keep it to if you know, especially in, like in a situation in terms of, like, I guess, intoxication mm-hmm. potential. Go to one event and it doesn't seem like it's popping. Don't try another one. Things can always wait. Right. Um, that's why I don't really enjoy the fact of after parties that much. Because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, high key, everybody's lit. Mm-hmm. And y'all about to go drive somewhere else to get lit Literally. again. Yeah. Seems like a bad recipe. And essentially, it kind of works the same even if you're just walking. So, my shop probably just should have went home. Doesn't mm-hmm. take away from the fact that I won't change about going out. Right. Um, but yeah, especially if you do go to that second thing, have the intent of that is the final thing you're doing tonight. Right. And prepare yourself or adjust yourself uh, accordingly. No, and I, I think that's a good right there. You know, like you said, with the iron not working, I would probably want to call that to, like, pay attention to the omens. You know what I'm saying? Because it was the reason the iron probably wasn't working or, you know, you caught every red light headed down there or some shit like that. Yeah. Or, you know, you had to take that dumb turn that made you, you know, it's probably like, I, I, and that's me one thing I do too. I feel like if, it, if I'm working too hard for something, that I feel I should be working this hard for, maybe I probably don't need it. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe it's not for me right now. Yeah. Um, and then I think I like the second part you said too, just know your limits. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Know, be aware. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just be aware, always be aware. You know, even though you was out by yourself, you was enjoying the time vibing, you still had to be aware of yourself at the time, you know? Yeah. And I feel like you said, you probably lost yourself during the fun or, during their interactions, somebody that you probably lost yourself a little bit. Honestly, my curiosity. Your curiosity, yeah, curiosity killed the cat. Mm-hmm. Yep. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? My thing is, one, you have the ability to even experience something of such. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people can't even think about, fathom the thought of doing anything by themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that one thing shows your strength, your self love, all that stuff. You know, you saw the backing of your family and how much things was happening. Why you weren't even doing nothing? How much? How the world was still working for you to make it work? How yeah. things were just adding up? Like, like you said, for me, it was more for me for signs because, like you said, I, I went to bed late that night. You left. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to bed until like two thirty in the morning. Woke up to use the bathroom, and then as I'm walking back to lay down, something told me to check my phone. Mm-hmm. And I usually don't check my phone that early because I don't want to know that nobody talked to me. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? I want to go back to sleep. I want to stay in that sleep mode. But then I'm like, what the hell? I'm up this early. I don't know why I'm up this early, but yes, my, you know, my body woke me up. You know, something woke me up. Dead tired. Woke me up. I was so tired the whole time. I was driving, falling asleep, but mm-hmm. something woke me up, and that was because of you. You need some help, and the universe is like, yeah, go get it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's just so. Uh, it's crazy it's how it works out. It's crazy how it works out, and that's why. I'm mad at myself, mm-hmm. especially given I knew what my intention was. It was to go to sleep, but besides the point, I'm not. I can't. I can't suppress my feeling of curiosity when mm-hmm. it peaks. The thing that I feel really screws over the cat in that regard is not learning its lesson. 
Right. And I fully intend to learn lessons well, every time things happen. Granted, there's some risks that you just shouldn't take. Mm-hmm. But, like, sometimes you do have to find out for yourself. Yeah, I mean, so when I, when I always think of curiosity, kill a cat, I always think of Tom and Jerry. And I always think of the thought that, so for example, you go and there's a rope on the floor, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, the cat sees the rope, you know, we all know cats, cats are very aware, they kind of see a lot of stuff that's going on in their surroundings, you know what I'm saying, their, their instincts are on that level. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I feel why curiosity killed the cat is, the cat sees the rope, and sees the rope is going to the air tied to something, but they just have the curiosity. They know they know that if I hit this rope, something's going to happen. But they just have to see what happens, just in case what they think is going to happen is not going to happen, and yeah. then the block falls in their head. You know, and that's why I feel like the curiosity kills it. The cat clearly sees the cliff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He knows that's a far jump, but he just has to see on the other side, and it's like. You just had to take that leap, and it's like that's what that's what I feel like. Curiosity killer cats mean like yeah. they see it, they're aware, they analyzed it, and they still like. Dude, I'm still gonna press the button though. Mm-hmm. You know, it's clearly red. Don't press me. Don't push me. But it's still like, let's see it. Yeah. You know, and that's why I always think about here, curiosity killer cat. But yeah, no, I do understand what you're saying though. You know, you have that feeling of, you know, let me go see what this is about. You know, let me go see how this will feel or whatever. Yeah, like you said, it was good. It was just sour taste at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's it. I'm not going to press that button again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not really. I'm not going to press that button again, really. Right, exactly. You yeah. know, now not to press as much or, you know, yeah. not to take the extra one over. Yeah, I like that, bro. Um, so, last thing for you then. Uh, what If you could offer anybody one piece of advice based off your experience, what would it be? Um, kind of two things. Uh, take your advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, be your best to have at least somebody there um, to share the night with you. Mm-hmm. Um, it could even be if you because you could have a situation like mine or not. But yeah, share that experience with somebody. But right. if you truly do want to go out by yourself, um, just. Know your limits and be smart. Be smart. Like I would say, I didn't think about this factor beforehand in terms of having a push to start car mm-hmm. and the certain laws that revolve around that. Drinking too much, all that. Yeah, like, yeah. You didn't expect none of that to happen. But just do that, just in case, and do that research, and then make a plan of action around it. Um, and then again, always know your limits and if unfortunately you do get in that situation just learn the lesson yeah yeah go through the motions don't <laughs> go ballistic because at the end of the day it still is what it is you can't really do anything about it right. um, but just learn the lesson take some insight from it and keep it pushing no I want to I want to quote on your learn the lesson part I want to emphasize that because uh, you said while you were in there, some two people were talking about, man, once I got this tank, I'm going to have me a beer. Yeah, that. <laughs> so, yo, so, like, so some of the people in the jail was like, yeah, man, yeah, like, and these are people that actually, like, was driving right. while drinking and shit like that. They were like, yeah, man, I can't wait to get out of here. Like, I'm going to go get me a beer and, you know, go home and, chill out right and it's just like okay on the flip side for me it's just like yeah i'm cool off drinking for a good minute Mm -hmm. i'm cool off going out for a minute especially since i got this court date but yeah all right that's enough of that for a minute right i have plans on going to raves and stuff like that later this week or later this month but honestly i'm just like uh Play it by ear. Play it by ear, there. but I'm leaning towards just yeah, forcing nah, out. Yeah, yeah. So it's just take the time to reflect. Yeah, because like you said, they're in jail because they fucked up, and they're already planning on going to go fuck up again. And it's yeah. like, yo, what are you doing? 
You just burnt your hand. You gotta go burn it. It reminds me of the uh, <laughs> it reminds me of the anime movie or a cartoon or whatever when they're fighting the guy that's just too beastie and oh. then they punch with the right hand and they break their arm. So they punch with their left okay. hand, break their arm. They kick with their leg and break their leg. And it's like, nigga, step back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, obviously you not learn your lesson right now. Obviously you can't hit them like that, but you gonna yeah. keep doing the same attack. Like, no. Switch your move up. Do something different. You know? Yeah, for real. Yeah. That's real, bro. That's real. So, yeah. So, learn your lesson. And uh, nothing wrong with sharing the experience. You know? And that's uh, that was my advice to you. Like I said, John Maxwell dropped that one. Like, it's good to do stuff by yourself. When you're alone, you move fast. But when you um, move together, you make a difference. And, you know, sharing the experience with somebody, even if it's a one-time experience, even somebody you haven't seen in a while, you never know how far that could have went. You yeah. know, like... If you seen about you had this whole experience with a friend just now, you know, you probably one, you probably wanna end up in jail, y'all probably had a bomb ass night. Yeah. Or shit, y'all both could end up in jail together, y'all been there laughing at together and whatnot, like, damn, I can't believe I hung out with fucking, you know, Ron tonight. We both <laughs> we both wild. Well, we wild as hell together, you know, yeah. but it could have been like, well, at least I got a partner in crime with me still, or somebody to talk to or something. Yeah, something, you know. We we have we have a memory together, you know. Yeah. So yeah, bro. Yeah, man. I uh, I appreciate you doing this for us. I was wondering, do you have like a quote or anything that maybe hit you afterwards? You like, oh, that explains exactly how I feel mm-hmm. about this experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna just every L is a lesson. <laughs> every L is a lesson. Every L is a lesson. I've been saying that to my uh, my students at my center. Kind of make fun of me for it or whatever, but I'm just looking them dead in their face and like, hey, it's okay to lose sometimes. You just gotta learn from it. Yeah, you, know, you can get past anything. Right. So every L is a lesson. Right. Don't be afraid to take your losses. Oh, I play fighters all day. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, I get my cheeks worked. <laughs> Can't do anything about it. I'm just like, I'm just getting outplayed. Right. But oh. After that match is done, I'll, hey, fight again. Like, all right, let me learn from it. Let me right. learn from it. Let me learn from it. And it pisses me off when I'm playing somebody and they rage quit. And it's just like, yo, just hold the L's. Get right. better. Like, I'm not disrespectively, or disrespectively beating you right now. I want you to get better. So I really fuck with the people that really be staying on, even though, they can be outright. It's like at least you're trying to learn and doing your best, even right. though when you're outclassed. And the same for me when I'm outclassed, I'm always trying to get better. I'll let the match finish. I'll figure out something. Yeah, I'll, I'll sit there and think for the 30 seconds it gives you between uh, each match. And it's just okay. Change your goal, change your strategy real quick. Shoot. He's working me two out of three. I'm just gonna try to kill one person this time. That you know, be saying? happy with those little victories. Yeah, exactly, and work your way up to it. Nah, nah. I had to do that with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just wanna be one of them. I can be him. I could probably get there. Yeah, you know. But uh, or let's not have everybody die before one of his people die. Like, yeah. So no, I fully agree, bro. So every L is a lesson. Is a lesson. And I'm gonna add to that. Sit back and focus on the L, and actually marinate mm-hmm. on the thought and learn the lesson because. If you don't learn the lesson, you're going to be taking that test for a long ass time yep. because the universe is going to keep throwing that test right back in your lap until you pass it. You ain't life is like school. You got to pass this first grade to get to the next grade. You got to pass this first level to get to the next level. You got to take this step to get to the next step. And if you keep slipping on this step, you're not going to get to that next step. So you got to focus on getting this first step done. You know what yep. I'm saying? You got to you got to focus on eating this first meal. You're not going to get no dessert. You know what I'm saying? So the road to the goal is a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. So you find out each crevice, each crevice to support yourself on. Right. And look, last look, little quick funny story. When I was younger, I didn't want to eat my vegetables and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, I want to eat them at dinner. My mom, well, okay, you don't have to eat them for dinner. And the morning for breakfast, I had pancakes and peas. <laughs> you gonna eat them peas? You know what I'm yeah. saying? You gonna take that lesson, boy? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, man, eat it right now and. Uh, yeah, over with. Get it over with and let's move on with it. Learn what we learn. You know, every failure comes with a seed of opportunity. And, you know, bro, with you right now, you can literally now say you've been all over the world. You know what I'm saying? You do music, you do 
podcasting, you talk, you make beats, you been to jail, now you got your gamer, t- your, your producer's ass legit now, 1-3 is officially 1-3, you feel me? He's nothing you can't say to him now, he's been locked up, so, yeah man, I'll say right now, your streak had jumped up big time, you learned so much about yourself, you was able to grow yourself, shoot, you learned how much your family got your back, yeah. you know, to the fullest, like, you learned so much this weekend. 24 hours is a hell of a 24 hours, bro. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm glad you learned something, bro. Man, I'm gonna enjoy this Monday off. Boy, because, boy, I can't wait. Man, this whole week has been well, I didn't really have a weekend last week. Mm-hmm. And then jump straight back into it. Yeah, and then today got up early and took Fuck. a small nap and then just been working on my room. It's almost done. So right. tomorrow. I'm gonna just probably log in online to church mm-hmm. and then just chill out for the day and let my body rest. Yep, and actually get another weekend, get a true weekend. Yeah. Yeah. You were cleaning up last weekend, you could have probably party this weekend had a real good one. Hey, what you saying? There's nothing going on this Shoulda, week. woulda, coulda, yeah. Mm-hmm. I already know, man. I'm just talking shit. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, bro, man. So I just wanna say I appreciate you for uh, jumping to the think tank one time and he was in there for a minute. I seen your brain working and got your waves going, but uh, <laughs> if anything, I hope this helps you reflect a little bit, think of outside the box, and uh, you know, like you said, make this L a lesson, not a loss. Yeah. You know, 100% lesson that we're gonna move on from and we'll forever go back and laugh at. For real. You know, so yeah, bro. Appreciate you again for another great episode, brother. Um, Thank you. Yes, yes. You feeling okay now? Feeling a little better about everything? I mean, yeah. I wasn't bad anyway. So yeah, it was, bro. Honestly, the only thing that really messed me up mm-hmm. was just the the mental, the the spiritual, and the physical fatigue. Mm-hmm. I wasn't torn down, but I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like again, I just need that rest day tomorrow and Monday. Yeah, and just chill out. <clears throat> yeah, bro. Shit, you got it coming to you for sure, bro. Yeah, you know you deserved it. I give you that one. So, yeah, man, I just want to say I appreciate you, bro, for sharing your story with us, opening it up, being so vulnerable. And, uh, you know, I hope that we help somebody else out there listening to they reflect a little bit, you know, hoping they're looking at their L's and turning from losses to lessons, you know, because all you got, you got life full of lessons. So let's just go back and marinate on them and mm-hmm. relearn from them. Don't hold on to them. Let them go. Look at them. Let them go. Just look at them. Learn. Let it go. Throw it away. So with that being said... Everybody out there listening today, I just want to say I truly appreciate you guys for tuning in again, for joining us for this uh, session of the Think Tank. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or want to give Dominic a positive word of encouragement, you already know, send to jkspodcast702 at gmail.com. Or you can comment us on Instagram, on Facebook, IG, Instagram, IG, the same thing, Twitter, or, you know, whatever other social media we got out there in the world. And with that being said, I hope you guys had a wonderful day, a splendid afternoon, and extravagant evening. And remember, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Yes, just keep swimming. You got it. You got this. I am amazing. Yes, I am amazing. Mm-hmm. The night has come, and the land is dark. <laughs> And the moon is the only light we'll see. I won't cry. I won't cry. No. I won't share a tear. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. Darling, darling, stand. <laughs>